Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, all. Welcome back to the Practical Spirits podcast brought to you by Seek to Teach Ministries. I am your host, Tahim, and my co-host will be dialing in shortly. That's Brother Rob. Um, yeah, so we um, had a, a good show last last week. We definitely still wanted to say rest in peace and prayers to um, Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and all those um, all those that passed away during that uh, untimely accident there. So um, we definitely, if you want to go back and listen to that show, we did spend some time <clears throat> covering that, just really taking a, a different approach from what we normally do. Just wanted to um, take some time and, and speak on that, being something that impacted really a, a lot of us significantly there. But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be moving forward. And um, I was talking to my co-host offline. We were looking at what we wanted to do and, you know, what we wanted to speak on. And um, I didn't have a specific topic outside of what my personal study was. So I'm going to take some time and get into that. And um, we're going to spend some time. The episode is called Gospel Talk. So what we'll be doing will actually be talking about the different um, gospels in the New, in the New Testament specifically. And um, it's a reason why I'm outlining that. New Testament specific, and I'll definitely double back and um, get to that when when the co-host is on. But um, I wanted to um, also just remind you all, please definitely remember to subscribe and share the podcast. You can subscribe using the Apple Podcast app or by using Google Play. You can, um, when in Google Play, there's a podcast app as well. I believe it may be on Stitcher and some of the digital platforms, but primarily what I use is the podcast app in Google Play. So um, at any rate, let's go ahead and um, open up. Looks like the co-host might be running a little late. Let me get a message to him. Um, let's see. All right, I apologize for that. Just getting the message over to my um, co-host just to make sure because Usually Tuesday is our um, is our normal day, and we had to change it up to today just based on some scheduling. And we may be changing the time um, that we start moving forward. We might be looking at doing that earlier, but um, we'll definitely cover that and keep you all updated. Looks like my um, co-host is on. Uh, Brother Rob, you there, sir? I'm here, Brother Sahim. How you doing today? All right. Um, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. How about yourself, sir? Good. I'm I'm doing well. Day by day, I'm okay. doing well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well yeah, um yeah, I was just getting started and um yeah, as 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 I stated, what I wanted to do, I wanted to um talk about the gospels and I did just um specifically outline the introduction that, you know, I'm specifically talking about the gospels, the um canonical gospels in the New Testament. I'm looking at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the reason why I specify that is because, um, <coughs> excuse me, there are several um, books in the Bible in the Old Testament that actually, um, they're not Gospels in that, you know, they're um, proclaiming, well, they do pro- proclaim the good news, but, um, and it talks about, they talk about the Messiah, it deals with a lot of shadows and types, and actually you get a pretty good picture of Jesus throughout the Old Testament. It's actually throughout, especially, um, and I'm not even just talking about the prophetic books, but, um, you know, the books dealing with um, the the, um, the Torah, when you're looking at 
um, from from Genesis, and then you know, especially when you get into Exodus and Leviticus, that's where you know you can do intensive studies and and, and gain the understanding as to why God was so specific. And you know, a lot of a lot of things in the Old Testament, especially dealing with the tabernacle, it really um, reflects as um, just different shadows or types to dealing with. Um, who the Messiah um, would be, and you know what, what his, what the characteristics of them, and what you know what his character would, would be about once Jesus arrived. But then too, you have also, um, you have also other gospels that are written outside. You have like the uh, the Aquarian gospel, and you know you have Gnostic approaches. But um, definitely, um, so we we have we have the four main gospels. Like I said, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And um, when we when we look at that, the reason why I was I was wondering I was just it was just um, I was thinking in my personal study time I just wanted to know more just about mm-hmm. the cha- the character and traits of Jesus as he as the man and um, I find that it, even though you have four books it seems right. um, limited. It, it can seem limited if you, you know, if you just focus on those four books. It, it definitely seems limited. I believe we have, you know, um, even in those books, even if you take one of the Gospels, it's a standalone book, and, and you have what you need to get across the message of salvation. So I was looking at the character and, and who and who he is and, like, which book I would approach. And when I, when mm-hmm. I thought about it, because, um, you know, of course, you know, both of us have, read and studied the gospel many, many times over, I'm sure it's uncountable, but I was like, you know, if I was looking back at, at square one, if I were a new believer or a young believer, where would I go? And I know that when I um, when I first got saved, um, I had an affinity for the book of John, and um, John, is, John is the book that it really deals more so with when you want to develop a relationship with 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 God, um, you kind of mm-hmm. see more. You, you see more of that that side of you of, of His humanity, the the compassion and you know the interpersonal relationships there. And it's the reason why it's written like that. So um, you know, just to step step back a second, Matthew and Luke. All right, so the so the first gospel recorded was Mark, and Matthew and Luke they use Mark as the source. So it's right. that they didn't have an account, but it's like um, even Mark being the first one written, I, I believe they said it was written somewhere around AD 40. So the, the Mark wasn't, they say written, but I, I'd say more published. Because I, be, I, right. I don't believe that, you know, you're waiting 20, 30, 40 years, and then you just write, okay, let's reflect. I just believe, you know, where it was, where it was published. So this is the first published gospel, and Mark is good. Like it's to the point, it, it moves on. Like you know, it, it's just fluid. Mark doesn't spend too much time, and I think it's like, um, you know, when something first happens, mm-hmm. you're retelling the account of something, and you're excited about it. It's like it's so many mm-hmm. details, but sometimes if you're excited, you can go from one thing to the next and not really expound on certain things. So mm-hmm. um, I'm glad that Mark was written with that with that intent because that makes it a mm. good source because Mark covers the ground to whereas the authors of Matthew and Luke could go back and say, you know what, I'm going to, um, you know, I, I do recall this, but let me use Mark as a source because 
March, you know, it's, it's not dated in time stamp, but I, I believe it really rings a bell for the authors of the other the other books there. And then um, John stands off on its own in terms of the way that it, it, it approaches it. Um, all, none of the accounts are conflicting. It's just a different account, really, of the same story. So, um, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, so kind of yeah. So, what 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 are your thoughts just in general? You know, when I talk when I say we're talking about the gospel, what 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 thoughts do you have? There? Well, first of all, let me just say uh, before I even go into it, uh, I appreciate the whole word of God. I appreciate and I believe I believe that the whole word to be true. Um, understanding that you know going into the synoptic gospel, you know you have you know, four different witnesses to the gospel. But the one unique thing right. that I, 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 the one unique thing to this is this. Okay, let's look at Luke. Let's just start with Luke. I know he's at, at Mark. Let's look at Mark and Luke specifically. You got Mark, uh, and I too believe um, even going into ministry, even uh, as you minister, even for a new believer, uh, I believe uh, Mark I mean, not Mark, but John is the best introductory book to, to, to you know, kind of to expound or to ask him to read because it truly describes and tells what has happened, the love of God. And, 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 and so I think when you look at the love portion of what God has done, I truly believe myself that John is the book even to introduce the new believers. Um even as, as uh, you know, even as I was introduced, even when I came in, uh, my pastor uh, uh, told me the first instruction uh, that I received was, you know, to go into the book of John, you know, and where you could see what has happened and everything. But what was so interesting about these other books is, is that, you know, John and Matthew, John and Matthew, we know actually walk with Jesus. Okay, we know that. Okay, but right. Luke never walked with Jesus. You see, John Mark never walked with Jesus. I mean, literally walked with Jesus. So, right. if we took, if we look at those books, those books were from sources. They were from sources of witnesses, and some of it was like, were some of it were like you say, according to John and Matthew's account, but. If you look at how they were written, you'll see one book that named a name, then another book will say there was a man. You know, there right. so there were different there were differences that John and Matthew had because they were eyewitnesses. They were there as Luke and Mark didn't have. See Luke and Mark right. that's a sunset, even some set as you know, some religions uh if you go into there and start teaching on Luke uh, they're questionable about what's teaching because they'll make this statement that, you know, when Luke wasn't there, I know when I came up to church, particularly that I came, that I was in as a child, I'm not going to say I came up in it because I hardly went. But I know, but I do know that Luke wasn't really a book that was taught in there to a degree, just for the simple fact of what I just said, that they did walk with Jesus. And so, Looking at the four, uh, I, I find it interesting that you do see uh, different points like in Luke. Now, we know Luke was a physician, 
So we see a lot right. of miracles. We see. Uh, we know Luke came on the scene as a, as a, as we went into the Book of Acts. We really seen him active. Right. We saw, you know, we saw him really being active in the ministry in Acts. Understanding that because I look at it like this. Uh, even if you look at the Book of Luke, you see how the miracles are recorded and reported and everything. And who would best be better to testify of a miracle than a doctor himself? You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So I believe God. Yeah. I believe God was truly strategical in how He allowed the authors to write these books. You know, I, I believe truly God. It, it, he was real strategic in how the books were wrote, but at the same time, two of the books we know they had to be given from people telling them. Uh, even through the Holy Spirit, because we know that they never literally walk with Jesus, you know, in right. a, to a degree, to a degree. As he now, was on I just earth, had a question, and I, go I, I got a question for that. Now, is, doesn't that just amaze you when you think about that? You know, in right. terms of like how a book, how a book, how it can come together? Because um, even with Luke, Luke is very detailed as as right. a physician. And right. um, not only do you have the New Testament, you have opponents of the gospel, but also there are historians, secular historians, that can corroborate some of the things that do corroborate some of the things, like for instance Josephus as as one, um, you know, right. some of the some of the right. events as far as you know who Jesus was. But just the way that comes right. together, that that's just right. so amazing. Right, and you know, and you know what's so uh, even you mentioning about Josephus. I mean, Josephus goes into a lot of detail into like, okay, we know, uh, we know uh, through the Word of God itself what happened, but but Josephus he goes into an even further detail about the specifics about the thing. You, you see what I'm saying? And and then another thing is and. and you started out with the Old Testament. I'm amazed at how the books that were, uh, what we say, that were penned and, and authored by Moses, but we see the book standing after Moses had, you know, there were, you know, we got books that have been attributed to Moses, but certain right. things had happened in the book after Moses had died. You see what I'm saying? So right. you say, wow, right. how, how? So that means they had so that means that Moses had to be testified to somebody to be able to pin, you see what I'm saying, the teachers of Moses, yeah. you know what I'm saying, through, yeah. through the, and like you say, I, I think that, that that's very interesting, but I think God, I, I know God allows and does things for a specific reason, you see what I'm saying, and right. that, oh, yeah. that that is that is more to add to us believing that these are the words of God by faith. You see what I'm saying? Because right. people would, right. people would, what we're talking about now, people would use that to try to deny the authenticity of the word of God. You see what I'm saying? Just for the simple yeah. things of what we're saying. They would use that and not understanding that our knowledge, our belief of the word of God is solely on the faith that we believe that this happened. You see what I'm saying? So this, this right, conversation right. having is even to give more of a clarity understanding 
of us and why we believe in faith and, and knowing that faith is not the literal thing that you can see with your natural eyes, but faith is something that you don't see but you believe anyway. Exactly. We, and and something, you know, when we when we look at that, the way things um come together and just by comparison, right. you know, um even as a as a Christian or before Christian, before getting saved, um, I've always studied religions. I've always had this from a historical aspect. I've um, always just had an interest in world religions, um, things from um, Buddhism to um, mythology, Norse mythology, Greek mythology, um, Islam, you know, um, Book of Mormon. Like uh, these religions, I've I've always studied, and I've I've have a um, uh, an aspiration of mine, if it's in the will of God, at some point I would like to teach um, religious studies. You know, um, that's something that, that, that I would like to teach because it's amazing to me. But when we look at it, a lot of the, um, or, or let's look at a couple of the major religions. When you look at Islam, you look at the Quran, well, it's said to be authored by the prophet Muhammad. It's said to have one author there. Um, even mm. when you look at the Book of Mormon, this is something that was said to be delivered by Joseph Smith. So this is one one person there, and it, it's more contemporary. Those are um, those aren't contemporary religions. Um, of course, Islam came well before um, Mormonism did. But when you right. when you look at it, something delivered by one person, and mm-hmm. you know a person, um, it, it, it highlights that person a lot because both of those religions, you know those. You, you you have these religions where these people are really pillars of that religion, and it makes mm-hmm. you know it's just a, a big thing. Well, in mm-hmm. Christianity, when when we look at the Gospels, even from the name, because like if, if if I were to look at the book of let's say Matthew, I would assume that Matthew himself wrote everything of you know just from his account, and it's not a collaborative effort. If you look at Paul's Gospels, if you look at that well. Paul even Paul didn't write much. Now he was he was authoring it, but as far as the actual writing, you know, sometimes right. he'll he'll just specify, you know, I'm signing this with my own hand, you know, so right. he'll have it right. he'll have it dictated, right. but he you know, he, he lets that know. So just the literary art of what you have and, and what the Bible is and how it stands the test of time, that um and, and, and looking at those the, the gospels Specifically, when you have those four different accounts, but truly, when you look at the four different accounts, when you break it down, it's really, in some of them, there are several accounts, like when we talk about the book of Mark, being that Mark wasn't, um, being that being that uh, John Mark didn't witness these things, um, mm-hmm. it's just interesting that these accounts are, are given and they come together on one, on one accord there. Right. And it just all, right. it just all works together. It's just so, it's so right. intricate. But it's, it's right. not overly complex, but it's so much depth to it. Right, right. And I believe, I believe it. Like, like I said uh, before, I believe it was strategically put in place because God knew that there would be doubters, you know, of the testimony uh, uh, of the authors, you know. And I believe, right, right. In, in doing that, God truly was testing the ones who say they believe by faith. For the simple fact that faith sounds foolishness to one that's not a believer. You understand what I'm saying? So right. to the unbeliever, they'll look at it and say, well, how did this happen? 
how can he write this and he was dead? How could that? How can yeah. he? How can he do this and he was chained? He was in jail. How can he author these books being false when he was in jail, chained to two guards? How could this happen? But right. I believe God right. allowed it, really, for us to believe on everything that in this word by faith, and and and, and it and, would make the difference between the believers by faith and the unbelievers by literal because in their own mind, possibly in, in, in one's own mind who doesn't believe by faith, what they'll say is impossible for that to happen. It's just impossible. You see what I'm saying? Right. And and then on top of that, too, something that we were reflecting on, too, when you look at challenges on that, it's not like, it's not like um, the the latter part of it's not like the nineteenth the latter part of the nineteenth century twentieth century twenty first century literacy wasn't really common so mm-hmm. you know it was more common for people to be illiterate so as far as mm-hmm. um now and when I when I when I say people to be illiterate when you look at class so the the average mm-hmm. what you would consider like the lower to lower middle class um of today everyone wasn't reading it and what what you had was you had oral tradition. And oral mm-hmm. tradition, it, it may not sound as solid as what we have now because everything is recorded, but oral tradition, right. that's what they live by. It, it sometimes is life or death for you to be able to really memorize specific instructions and way of doing things and, you know, the, right. the way of, of, of making a living and passing on things. It was all through oral tradition there where you did have, you did have people that could read and that could write. It's just right. that it wasn't right. common there. So it's more common for um, stories to be passed down and for them to be vetted. So it's like right. if I'm sharing something with you from the Bible right now, you can tell right. me, nah, well, nah, John, that's not exactly John 3.16 that says that. You can you can right. say that and you, you right. can point back and you have more of that. Right. You more you have, you know, well, nah, I believe in the scrolls of Isaiah. This is what it said. And, you know, that um, right. that was is not just in a um in the Aramaic language or um even amongst Greeks or wh- whoever right. uh, what to, what society you look at that was just common throughout the world um that right. oral tradition there and that's a good point that's a good point because even when you just mentioned about Greek now let's look at it even you look at words in the bible you got the new testament we know as 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 we've been taught that we know is is Greek Okay, and so you got to look at it just like just to, to just to add on to what you said, the number of words uh, during the time that these scriptures were wrote, there what the vocabulary wasn't as extensive as it is now. Okay, give you a no. good example. Uh, you see the scripture where it's talked about let your let let your um conversation be holy. Now we'll look and right. we'll think we talk about verbal conversation talking, but in that scripture. Right. Conversation means lifestyle. It means lifestyle. Exactly. Now yeah. we have the because we have an extensive vocabulary now to where now we can say lifestyle. But then when the scriptures were wrote, you know, because of the the, the limited amount of language that the Greeks used, the, the the extensive amount of language that the Hebrew used, you know, now we can use the exact words to where then where the scriptures were wrote. They didn't have that many words as we have now. You see what I'm saying? So you will see. Right, that's right. why you see the development of the logos and the lexicon. And, and this because then 
they, they, like you said, the language wasn't extensive to that degree that it is now, to where we can say, no, that's in John 2, 16, yeah. No, 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 that's right. John 2, 16. Now, now we have extensive language to where we can pinpoint, no, that's in there, that's in there, that's in there, you know. And so I just find yeah. it interesting how God strategically allowed these authors and even the order, you know what I'm saying, the order of how the books are even wrote. There's a reason for that, that God is very smart. He, he's past smart. I can't even describe what he is as, as it relates to wisdom. And he allowed these authors to pin it to order as it should be for specific reasons. You see what I'm saying? And so I, I just exactly. think that all that, is, it, like you say, it all, even though it still all comes together, you know, it comes together. <laughs> Genesis, right. we know. Genesis is, we know the meaning of Genesis, we know the meaning of Revelation. And in between all that, we think it we think is out of order, we think that but God is specific in how he allowed it to be pinned. You see what I'm saying? And through the Holy yeah. Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, we we can testify of who God is, who Jesus is, and why things were pinned the way they they were pinned, even though we have these authors from different uh, literal senses, we have authors from different uh, economic backgrounds, they still came to the same uh, the same end as far as, as relates to who God is and to whom his son Jesus is. So I, I think that that's amazing. Absolutely. And, and as, as we wrap up, um, you know, we can definitely, because we're just basically pretty much cracking the surface, we can definitely follow up and yeah. go further on this, um, this topic, even further into the Gospels. Yeah. But, yeah, when we look at wonders of the world, the focus are on, you know, these physical landmarks and physical feats. But the Bible, you know, um, and, and even specifically as we hone in on, on the Gospel, but just in general, it, it is a literary wonder of the world. And um, we'll we'll come back <clears throat> and go yep. further in. Um, I believe Friday will be a good day, but we'll go further. Just wanted to close yep. out with a <clears throat> prayer. Um, Father, I, <clears throat> excuse me. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to just go further in your word. Father, I pray that you open the eyes of understanding, enlightenment, increase the hunger and thirst after righteousness, for um, believers to want to have more of an understanding of who you are and those that are skeptical, allow them to open their hearts and open their minds and to consider what it is that you presented to us and offer us in this gift of salvation. We love you. We honor you, God. We'll be back. Um, I pray that you pray for, um, for blessings, pray that you cover our listeners as they travel throughout the week and touch their families as well. These and all things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless.